Welcome to the Waitressing to Wealth podcast, the podcast to gain actionable tips, learn how to build your wealth, and gain inspiration from real and relatable guests on how they've built theirs. I'm your host, Jolene Stone, a money coach. I started my journey out waitressing and $200,000 in debt. I was able to build my wealth and become debt-free in just three years. Your journey to wealth starts now. So welcome, Kara. Kara is the founder and chief fun officer of The Playful Warrior and a play and mindset coach. She is also a hypnotherapist, hip hop and Latin dancer, finger painter, bright red lipstick wearer, and your biggest cheerleader. Kara created Thought Play, an experimental wonderland and one-on-one coaching program that takes you on a radical, fun healing journey to help you heal perfectionism, fear of judgment, and self doubt. It includes the play box and the playbook delivered to your door, uninhibited creativity, and subconscious mindset work to create a life that lights you up from the inside out. Kara helps you reconnect with your authentic self and live a life that you co-create with your inner child, one where play is no longer an afterthought, but the cornerstone of your healing so that you can live a life that's positively brimming with joy, whatever that looks like for you. So welcome, Kara. Thank you so much. I am so excited to be here and to chat with you. Yes, we are so excited to have you. This is so interesting. I can't wait to get into all the things play, but I know that you have a crazy story and I'm sure our audience isn't fully familiar with it. So I'd love if you could share with them how you started becoming the playful warrior and what that look, what that journey looked like for you. Yes, I would love to. So essentially I worked in corporate PR and communications for 10 years. I was always pretty miserable. I knew that that was not what I was meant to be doing, but I just felt really lost and stuck and I had no idea what else I would do. So I just stayed comfortable making money obviously to live in Toronto because it's an expensive city. So I did the things to sustain myself, but I always felt like, I don't know, something was missing. This wasn't the life I was meant to live. Um, Then around the time of COVID, I was going through what some call a dark night of the soul, which is essentially a spiritual crisis where everything seems to be going wrong and your life is falling apart. And essentially on a partnership that ended, I had a huge cockroach infestation for like five months, I, which was really, really terrible. And I had like anxiety all the time. I also had, you know, this like corporate job that was really unfulfilling. I had like health issues as well. Just like everything was really just not happening. I mean, it was, I guess, happening for me, but it felt like my world was just kind of falling apart. Uh, And then when COVID happened, I lost my job right away because, you know, a lot of like marketing budgets were the first thing to go. So it was so interesting though, because as much as I really feared um, for myself, like financially, just to lose your job out of nowhere and it was really unexpected, there was this part of me inside, like my soul that was just so relieved. Like there was just this like inner happiness. And a lot of people were just like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry, you lost your job. And I was kind of like, yeah, like, I don't know, but like this actually feels weirdly good at the same time. Um, So at that time I was like, okay, this is really my chance to figure out what the heck I want to do for myself and something I love. And 
a part of my dark night of the soul was like doing a lot of therapy, doing a lot of inner child healing. And that process was very heavy, like reliving childhood trauma and doing this like shadow work. And it's really, really important. So we never want to bypass that. But I had been given the suggestion of my therapist to try playing. And I was like, what does that mean for an adult? Like, I just wasn't really familiar with that. You know, like I was like a dancer and I did some competitive dance, but I wouldn't say I was super familiar with play for adults. So I was like, okay, well now I have all this free time. I'm just gonna try doing one playful thing a day. And it was interesting because I did a lot of research around play and I was like, okay, like, do you have any suggestions? I asked my therapist and she was just, it was very vague. She was just kind of like, oh, just like do things you like to do as a kid. But there was like no real guidelines. And I was looking around, I found a lot of books on like science of play, but I couldn't find any like actual books where it was like taking you on this journey to reconnect with play. So I was like, okay, I'm just gonna do this myself. So I started playing myself and I just found that everything started shifting so fast for me. I became so much more creative and adaptable and just like happier and healthier. So it was really cool just being like, wow, like this is really, really improving my life. And then that's when I got super curious and I started actually studying the science behind play. And then I actually realized like, whoa, this thing is like really legit. Like we really need all of this in our lives. And it was also really frustrating at the same time because it's like, why are we conditioned out of this when it's so important for our well-being and for our lives? So then essentially I knew and I had this idea come up that I wanted to have this play business to reconnect adults back to play, back to this like uninhibited creativity. But I was so nervous and I had so much self-doubt because it wasn't like I was planning on being an entrepreneur, right? Like I just really felt lost about my future. And then I started getting these ideas, which was really exciting, but I just had so much self-doubt to work through, so much like perfectionism and fear of like failure, fear of criticism, all these things. So I realized that I had a huge mindset block. Like if I was going to launch this business, I really had to tend to my mindset. And so that was when I started exploring neurolinguistic programming and hypnosis. And, you know, I learned that 95% of what we do is driven by our subconscious mind. So as much as like consciously, I wanted to be the successful entrepreneur, I had a lot of limiting programs in my subconscious that was blocking me from doing that, you know, decisions I had made as a kid, like unknowingly, you know, that I wasn't good enough and, you know, all these other false beliefs we can take on. So then I got certified in all these things and just really up leveled my confidence and was so, so excited. And that was then when actually I created the idea for my program Thought Play, which is half play and half mindset, because I just knew that the mindset was such an important part of my own journey and what really helped me flourish. So then, yeah, so then I had this play and mindset business, which was really exciting. And for me, the playful warrior really represented kind of both parts of my journey, like this warrior in us that like goes on this like path that takes a lot of resilience and can be really, really hard at some points. But it was like the warrior within me realized that if I was going to find wholeness and happiness within, I would have to start embracing all of these parts of myself. And inherently, we're all playful. We come into this world creative and curious and spontaneous. And unfortunately, we, you know, the conditioning happens and we learn to stray away from that. But we are all actually denying our playfulness, whether we know it or not, because inherently that's who we are. So it was really about accepting that as a way to heal and like keep going and yeah so it was really really exciting it was quite the journey i mean it still is 
But um, yeah, it just really felt true for me. And that's what I've tried to do the whole time is really just stay authentic to my journey. And that's what now I get to share with other people, which is really exciting. I absolutely love that. The fact that your journey just seems like a full on roller coaster up and down from everything from like cockroach infestation, like no thank you, to then learning and discovering this whole world of play just from like, I feel like one conversation with your therapist is absolutely incredible. I also love that you talk about, you're like, uh, what do I do? <laughs> like, like, how do I even play? <laughs> what, what does that look like? So do you believe that we are as a society more conditioned out of it? Or do you think like, why do you think that is? Do you think that's just to benefit the corporate world? Or do you have some other insights as to why that might be that we're just collectively not playing anymore? Yeah, I think there's a few things. Like, I think codependency is a big issue. Essentially, you know, as kids, we learn to achieve and we learn to please and we learn that our worth is in this outcome and like how well we're doing. We learn essentially that like our worth is outside of us. And so we were trying to like impress and get validation because we want to get love and belonging, which is a beautiful thing. And that's very normal. But in essence, that teaches us to start abandoning ourselves. So because this narrative is pushed that play is fluffy or it's silly or immature, it's only for kids, we learn that if we keep playing, we'll be abandoned, we'll be rejected, we won't fit in. And that's really scary. And for our brain, biologically, it feels like we're going to die if we do that. So of course, we start straying away from that. And I think another big problem is schooling, unfortunately, um, in terms of creativity. You know, we are taught to like follow this textbook, to stay within the lines. And when that happens, we start losing like our true spirit of creativity and our unique self-expression. And, you know, I just think about myself and as a kid, I couldn't draw well by like societal standards. I couldn't even really write in the lines. And I always had comments about that and then also just felt shame around that. So I was like, okay, for me, I don't want to do art. I'm not good at it. I'm not getting any validation from it. I'm just feeling shame. So I just didn't do art for the longest time. And I know that a lot of people have this experience when this whole time actually play has nothing to do with an outcome. It's not about being wrong or right. It's really just self-expression. So when I was able to start doing art again in the last few years, it was so beautiful because it wasn't about what it looked like. It was just like anything I create will be beautiful because it's from the heart. And, but yeah, unfortunately, you know, I really hope to work with schools in the future around this because I think this is really where the problem starts. And just like really want to be able to like celebrate every kid and their unique self-expression and like there isn't one right way and one wrong way. And um, yeah, so that really, I think, is the heart of a lot of what we're seeing. Yeah, I love that you bring up the fact that it is beginning in school, because even if you are in an art class in high school or wherever, you're actually judged and marked based on your level of <laughs> like drawing or whatever it may be. So I think that's really important and important to realize even like for yourself to be like, oh, I actually, I can draw because <laughs> like it's, it's just coming from the heart, right? So 
That is very important. I know that you've been on a spiritual journey and I would love to know, do you think that this helped you to connect to your inner wisdom or your inner child and ultimately help what little Kara needed at the time? Yeah, honestly, I think it was everything. When I started playing, that was when I really became super connected to my intuition. And, you know, that was really how I got this idea. Like I I started last year, like doing a lot of meditation, doing a lot of playing, like getting more in energetic alignment, um, becoming like a better manifester, I would say, just because I was like higher vibe. And, you know, like I just remember I was doing meditation in the name, the playful warrior came to me out of nowhere. And I had been trying to do like brainstorming, right? And it's almost like when you're really like pushing yourself to find the name, that's not when it usually happens. It'll usually come to you more like unconsciously. And you know, that's when solutions are more available to you. And I remember that name came to me and it like slowly things would come to me and I would just like get messages like, oh, you're supposed to have a play business. And I'm like, what? This is crazy. Like this is so different than what I used to do. Um, But yeah, I think like this spiritual part was so much of it and also just like trusting that whatever happened to me even all that bad stuff like needed to happen so not getting like mad about it or really discouraged just like knowing that that brought me to where I needed to be and actually funnily enough um cockroaches have a really deep spiritual meaning and I didn't know that at the time but cockroaches are really about cleaning your shadow So really like doing the work, they're hugely about resilience. They're actually warriors themselves because they're so hard to kill. Like they will just, they're so hard to get rid of. You know, I did everything and everything and they just weren't leaving. Um, So it's, it was almost like they were like mirroring me in a really weird way that like, you know, I am resilient. I can like find cracks within the shadows. Like I can get out of this life, but obviously I also feel like it was like time for me to really be honest with myself. Like, is this the life you want? And they really pushed me out of that apartment to like a new apartment, a new place that was much more aligned with the life I wanted to live. Uh, but yeah, I just feel like the whole time, the co-creation of the Playful Warrior has been such a spiritual journey. And uh, yeah, so I'm just, I'm so grateful that, because I don't know if I would have created this without that aspect. And I mean, creativity is, I always feel like it like at least it's like co-creating with the universe and a higher source as well so I'm always very mindful of that and yeah I mean just my connection to my inner child you know little Kara had such a sense of wonder and it's like this work has really allowed me to return to that and find that even on those like really hard days when you may feel disconnected but just like knowing and that belief helps you go forward yeah So those cockroaches were just like there to give you this huge sign. (laughs) Like, don't miss the sign. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, it was really wild. Wow. So you talk a little bit about manifesting and how you can get into like a better groove, being more playful. So could you talk on how being more playful could actually create more wealth and abundance in your life? Yes. So I think being more playful really gets you into this like positive state but it's the state that is like who you are inherently and it's how we came into this world so when we're showing up more authentically we're showing up in alignment with who we really are usually solutions are more available to you usually that's when i in my experience see money more flowing and honestly when i'm really in the hustle 
that is not when my opportunities are coming. It's like when I step back and I play and I'm more in my feminine energy, I'll, you know, take a day off. And then all of a sudden I have all these emails and like opportunities. And it's like, what the heck? This is amazing. Um, so it's like the importance of like rest and playing and is so connected to financial abundance because it's like you are prioritizing you and your health. And it's just so connected to wealth in my experience, which is so funny because we've been taught, but like you need to work hard, you need to hustle to get everything. So it sometimes will sound counterintuitive, uh, but also it's like plays heavily tied to our productivity. If you are just like hustling all the time, for most people, it's gonna be hard to be really productive because you're not resting, but it's like when you take time to rest or you take time for little play breaks, you can show up more efficiently in the work you do, do it in a faster amount of time as well. And the more productive you are, you know, the more chance you have making more money as well. It's so interesting too, that you bring up the fact that we're like conditioned to be like productivity equals wealth and achieve more if you're more productive and hustle, hustle, hustle. This is the only way. Whereas you're more getting off the lines, like unconditioning yourself almost into more play, more fun, more flow almost. So I would love to know how play has brought more wealth into your life. Yeah, I think it's like also when I play, I am just in this like, because I'm also connected to spirituality, like I'm in this trusting energy. I'm in this knowing energy and I feel like your energy is so important in terms of like your confidence and who is like, I don't know, who, who gets called into you as well. Like they see that energy, they want that for themselves. Like that's when the opportunities come. So honestly, it's just like the more I play, anytime I take a vacation, like that is when the opportunities really come to me in abundance. Like those weeks where I have just been like head down and like hustling often feel like the hardest times and like, I don't know, it's just like, I'm not getting any responses or any of these things, but it's like, when I'm taking that time to play, that is when I've had my like best financial months. The more I prioritized it, which is so amazing to just see this work in action. Uh, and you know, I have like a vacation coming up soon. So I'm just so excited because I know that there'll be opportunities coming when I am really prioritizing myself in play. So. So yeah, I would just encourage people like really that take that time to nurture yourself, to play, to connect with your inner child, because that is when you'll be in your best energy. That is when you'll feel this solid sense of self and that energy really, really translates and is so important and will help you be in alignment to call in those opportunities, call in those clients. And uh, yeah, it's just such a beautiful thing. And then we invite others to do the same. You invite your as well to play more to rest more like that's just the most beautiful invitation yes and also since you're going on a vacation or you have something going on or even you're just playing more you're like in this more excited energy looking forward to things seeing more sunshine or like whatever it may be right <laughs> interrupting this conversation with something absolutely amazing to help you with your debt Debt Decluttered, the course, was made for you if you're ready to get rid of your debt for good. Upon completion of this course, you'll graduate with clarity surrounding your debt, a healthy mindset, and a full-on strategic plan to help you pay off your debt. This course uses my money minimalism framework to help you really spark joy within your finances and to not stress you out 
That's the last thing that we want when it comes to paying off your debt. The doors are now open. So if you are ready to tidy up and toss out your debt, gain a healthy money mindset and have a strategic plan for paying off your debt ASAP, then you got to snag the debt decluttered course. Oh, and the best part is you can access it now at an affordable price point and get in on some of the absolutely game-changing bonuses. Click the link in the show notes to access it. Now, back to the episode. Totally. And then you're like connected to, and also with playing, it's so connected to creativity and sparking new ideas, right? And the more Uh ideas we can spark, which is really connected to wealth as well, because, you know, for me... I had to be super adaptable. I came up with multiple streams of income with the Playful Warrior, you know, and I do stuff with like not just one-on-one coaching. I do corporate. I do events. I do families. I do couples. There's all these streams of income. And that wasn't even an idea when I launched my business. My business was only going to be one-on-one coaching. Um, But it was really just through playing that like all these ideas would come. And I just feel like I always have so many ideas now. But it's like also when you're on vacation and you're in this new environment and it's like spontaneous and that's when new solutions will come as well. So yeah, it's so connected to wealth for sure. Oh, that's so amazing. (laughs) So wealth is also so much more than money. Of course, I'm sure you can agree and most people do as well. Did you see your clients' lives getting brighter in any other ways due to your playful antics? Yes. Yes. I love that. Um, yeah. Like you said, like abundance isn't just money. It's like really, um, this like abundance, it can be an abundance of love or, you know, just like happiness. But I think the biggest thing my clients find is that we're always searching for that happiness outside of us. Or, you know, it's like, we will only be happy if we get X amount of money or have X relationship but then always when you finally get that you're not actually finding like happiness usually it's like now you have new problems now you have a new marker and you always feel so far away from it so it's like how can we find happiness now within this moment no matter what our external circumstances are and that's the beauty of play and finding connection to your inner child so that like no matter what's happening around you like you can find happiness within the present moment you can like honor yourself Uh, And that's just something so beautiful that is so understated. And I mean, in that process, we are healing our codependency. We are healing our perfectionism and the need of being so hard on ourselves and overworking and just like always feeling like we're not enough. When we play, we say, you are enough. I love you. And it's so freaking powerful and will change your life. So although this thing can sound super fluffy, it's like it is so deeply healing. Like play is like my favorite healing modality because it really is like the opposite of perfectionism and this like overworking and living this serious life and this long to-do list and we'll just never feel enough. So it's like, finally, it's like finding it in the present moment, finding that it's been within you this whole time and uh, no longer abandoning yourself. Like, you know, unfortunately we're taught to abandon ourselves by looking for all this external validation or not honoring our needs or not saying no or not setting boundaries or any of these things but it's like prioritizing you and then in that process you show up as the most powerful version of you you show up as the best partner the best family member friend all these things um so yeah it's really so amazing like there's just so many benefits I could cry yeah (laughs) literally so many (laughs) so I know that you were in the corporate world for so long 
personally, do you feel that that has had an effect on your own money story and how like you view the world as a whole or just like more personally, how your money story has been affected by that situation? So as a kid, I definitely learned that the only way to make money was in the corporate world and that I would never be successful. I, you know, were to even do my own thing. Like, so for example, as a kid, I really wanted to be a dancer. Uh, and you know, that was just something that was always pushed to me. You'll never make money doing that. You know, my, I know my parents were always trying to push me to do pharmaceuticals cause there was a lot of money in that, but I had like no passion for that. Right. Uh, so I did get into like communications and marketing and there was definitely a lot of fear about, okay, I have this steady salary right now. I'm getting paid every two weeks. There's just this like stability and to let go of that is very uncomfortable, especially when it's on you now to make that money. And yeah, so it was definitely very, very frightening. I'm sure that's why I stayed in the corporate world as much as I did and didn't try something sooner. It was really these like mindset blocks that you have to be in a corporate world to make money and there's no way you can make as much money as you do outside of that world. So I think that was probably a long reason why I stayed in it for as long as I did and just didn't have that courage to leave sooner. That like security and the connotation like this is the only way is I think ingrained in a lot of people and it has been for so so long so it's like almost a generational like you need to stay in the same job for as long as possible so you can get a good retirement and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so I'm so glad that the world is shifting in a way out of that and that you are doing different things and showing so much success in that as well. So it's so inspiring. Oh, thank you. And that's the thing though, right? It's like, I realized that as I was doing it, like, hey, I can come up with other ways to play as well. I can do mindset coaching. I can still do PR consulting for entrepreneurs. Like there were just so many multiple streams of income. What happened when you're really connected to your creativity? So there's just like always a way. I don't think like, you know, if, um, if someone felt like something wasn't working out, like there's just so many other solutions that are available to you. So just never give up if you do go on your own. Like there's just, yeah, I truly believe there's always a way. If you have this idea, it is possible for you. And there's just so many options. You might not see them in that moment, but the more that you relax and you do play and you like honor yourself, the more you can hear that like inner guidance and those new unconscious solutions will open up for you. Yes. So I love that you shifted out of the corporate world and created this new and amazing opportunity for yourself. And then also such a powerful healing container for others. In contrast to the corporate world, of course, what would you say is the best part of being an online entrepreneur? So there's so much, but if I was going to pick one, I mean, gosh, I would just say probably like the impact I can have on other people because I like, I have so much more freedom. I don't have to, um, send everything to my manager for review. Like, it's like, I'm like driving the bus. I have this freedom. I can take a Friday off if I want, like I can have my schedule. It's not so rigid, but in that process, it's like, I'm just making such a bigger impact on what I'm doing. I'm so passionate about what I'm doing. Like, to be honest, I was not passionate about what I was doing before. I always tried to, you know, make connections and still make an impact in a way. But like now it's just so aligned where I'm just like so excited. Like today is Monday. I didn't dread it. Usually I used to freaking hate Sunday because it meant Monday was next. And that was a very scary time for me. And there's just so much dread. 
today it's more excited. I'm like, okay, there's a lot of stuff I want to do, but it's all stuff I love to do. So I think just like how connected I am to like my passion and my impact is so excited. So I just never had the feeling of being excited about my work. That's incredible. And it so shows like it shines right through with all of your work. So for someone who is very structured in their daily life and routine, how would you say that they could benefit the most from play? Yes. So they could definitely really benefit from this. It's interesting though, because you don't want to structure your play too much as well. So I do actually recommend for someone who's really busy, has a long to-do list, often play will get at the bottom of your to-do list, which is a problem then because it's not a priority. So if that's how you operate your schedule, I would actually suggest putting playtime in your calendar. Even if it's like literally five minutes or 10 minutes or half an hour, putting it in. But the key is that you don't schedule what you're going to do. It's not like painting for five minutes because then it's just like taking out the play from the whole thing. Um, what you do then is, so say your time comes, I then want you to check in with your body and feel like, what am I curious about? What would feel good right now? What would feel fun right now? And then do it in that moment spontaneously. We really want to connect to our curiosity. That is so, so important with play. So then this way it's like in your schedule, but it's also not planned. Um, but also throughout your day, start trying to integrate play. Like don't think of it as something that's completely separate from work. Think like, how can I make this more fun right now? Or if problems are coming up and you're feeling stressed, the first thing you need to do is play. Like, how could I consider this situation more playfully? Or if you're feeling really stuck, do like a shaking meditation or a dance or something like that to get your energy off of it so that you then lighten your energy and you can reapproach the situation with more playfulness. And that is when solutions usually come to you more easily as well. So just like taking these little baby steps, like, or maybe you're going to get a coffee, just like do a twirl on your way to get your <laughs> coffee, just like starting to integrate that into your life. Um, because you will really see that those like little baby steps actually add up to this whole new way of being that will really impact you. Yes. So important that you say don't like schedule it in, but don't like plan it in because then almost it becomes even more rigid and it's just something that you could just like check off on your to-do list which kind of defeats the whole purpose altogether yeah, absolutely and like for me I know one thing I love is having pictures of little Kara around my apartment me to like check in and actually yeah just like check in with how I'm feeling what do I want to do reminding me not to take life too seriously when they're like adult self really becomes integrated or I have a long to-do list, you can like take a step back. So yeah, if that feels good for you, that's something else you could do as well. Just like a little adorable reminder, just sitting around your apartment. <laughs> Everyone should do that. <laughs> yeah, it's so sweet. And it also can give you a reminder of what you enjoyed doing as a kid in those little pictures, right? Totally. And just give you like hope that like, remember that that was you, that sense of wonder is still within you. Although if you feel really disconnected from it, that's not because like you are necessarily, it's just like our conditioning and just know that we can always unlearn it. We can always get closer to our true nature with subconscious mindset work, with neuroplasticity. What's really exciting is that we can change our subconscious program. So just never feel like you've lost hope or like, oh, that could never be me. Like I'm so disconnected. Um, when we start doing this work, we can like radically transform how our our life looks and like that was for me you know I couldn't imagine living this life two years ago it's so different than the life I used to live but it's really because I did this mindset work I did this like 
and my brain started changing its program so that now I can show up in this way. So just whoever is listening, this is totally possible for you too. Yes. So powerful. And that must just feel so good too, to even just be in that spot right now to be like, oh, this was not even possible two years ago. Amazing. And then you're just like, oh, what will be possible in a year and two years? Exactly. So uh, the question I ask all of my listeners is, do you have any tips regarding your finances? Maybe something that you wished you learned sooner or just a generic tip? Yes. So I think for me, I was really in a different industry before. And I just had no idea how much stuff costed. Like, as in when I was going to work with suppliers, like, you know, like a copywriter or a website designer or any of these things, I was just like very naive and like didn't know how much any of this costed. So I think for me, you know, starting a business, I would have loved to have like done that research just so that then I could like properly budget for this stuff instead of getting really surprised, like just having average prices of things. Um, would have been really helpful. That wasn't something we did. So I was more surprised as they happened, um, which can then just lead to, you know, like discomfort. Can I afford this? So definitely if you are starting a business. I think just like budgeting that stuff out and not just knowing what your industry stuff costs, right? Because I had done it like around mindset coaches and stuff. I had a good idea of what that was. But for other suppliers that I didn't really know I would need right when you're starting out, it's like more now I'm working with other people. I think just like having the prices of everything would have just meant like I would just feel so much more like comfortable and in the know and not shocked, which would have been nice. (laughs) Yes, I can totally relate. The entrepreneurship world and even like the online space is just like the wild, wild west of everything like it can range anywhere from like 15,000 and then to 800 or like it's just crazy (laughs) I know about your signature thought play program I would love if you could tell our listeners what it's all about how they can access it and all the details I will be sure to leave the links in the show notes below too Amazing. So yes, Thought Play is my heart and soul. It is an incredible program where you get to reconnect with this childlike wonder. So this is for you if you are overworking, if you are a perfectionist, if you are a people pleaser, if you are stressed, any of these things where you do feel disconnected from that childlike sense of wonder where you just love life and you're so lit up by it and you're so, so excited about your day to day. So essentially it is half Play and uninhibited creativity so we are getting away from this idea that your worth is in an outcome we are learning just like how to express yourself and be so happy in the moment um, often we feel like we have to do all this work and then we'll be happy and then it keeps getting pushed so it's like learning to be happy with yourself in the moment and you know really sparking your creativity your adaptability but also doing a lot of subconscious mindset work so this program is definitely not fluffy we do a lot of like deep deep work around mindset around like your future self who you want that person to be so you can start embodying them now looking at conflicting parts in your psyche like maybe you have part of you that really wants to put yourself out there and be a speaker but maybe that other part of you is like terrified and is so worried about judgment so we start looking at those conflicting parts of your psyche we look at the deep root of negative emotions you've had as a kid so we can start rewiring your subconscious you know we do hypnosis which is one of my favorites um which is really just a deep state of relaxation where we reprogram your thoughts and behaviors and actions 
So it's really getting you tapped into your authentic self, healing your inner child, and really up-leveling your mindset so you can create this life that really lights you up from the inside out. It's not about these external circumstances anymore. It's about like finding that wholeness and happiness within. So it's an eight-week journey. It goes by so fast, um, but it's it's so much fun. It's so powerfully healing as well. And you get a play box and a playbook in the mail, which is really, really fun mail. And they're mysterious goodies that you won't find out um, what they are until you get it in the mail. Um, that's a big part of Thought Plays. There are a lot of surprises in it that I don't talk about publicly because we really want you connected to that true spirit of curiosity and wonder so you can experience it for yourself so you're not so much in your rational brain um so yeah it's definitely there's nothing out there like it and i will say that it's getting some exciting updates right now which i'm so pumped for and right now as you're listening to it you can jump on the wait list you can check out my website jolene will have the link so you can get it uh, we will be opening enrollment in september to start in october and i'm so 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 pumped Spots are super limited, but I would freaking love to play with you and create this life that you just truly love. It is so possible for you. And just know that we do serious mindset work. So this program will just really change your life. That sounds so amazing. <laughs> so amazing. So make sure you guys are getting on the wait list. How can our guests find you? the most on instagram so i'm at the playful warrior there i would love to chat with you i love chatting with people in the dms just like getting to know you tell me a fun fact about you i'm always there to hang out and also my website theplayfulwarrior.com you can find more about me um, but yeah come hang out on instagram we have a good time yay thank you so much this was absolutely amazing i hope all of our listeners now know the power of play Yes. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you everyone for listening. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Waitressing to Wealth podcast. To support the show and show your gratitude, we would be so happy if you shared it with your friends and tagged us on Instagram at Jolene Stone. Subscribe so you never miss a valuable episode. 